What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Celebrate Herself podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. As always, don't forget to share this on your IG story, take a screenshot, take an aesthetic pic, boomerang. Maybe you're listening to this at the gym, on a hot girl walk, in your car. Share the love, share the vibes, post, I'll repost. Um... And yeah, I'm very excited for today's episode. I feel like we have a lot to talk about, so it's going to be a good one, y'all. Everyone, if you're watching this on YouTube, comment down below your beverage of the day. Currently, I have been like feeding for the brown sugar shaken oat milk espresso iced bullshit bullshit for like a while from Starbucks. Um... Because I just haven't had it in a while. I was kind of on my pumpkin... Pumpkin cream cold brew, right? Um, Vibe. If I wanted, like, a special drink. Because this is kind of a special drink. My normal drink, you know, is just, like, a cold brew. Or, you know, if I'm at home, I just make it, like, a hot coffee. Or just, like, espresso. Like, plain, regular. I try not to overdo it with the sugar too much. Um, But I've just really been craving this. And especially... I got a venti, especially with just three pumps of the brown sugar syrup. It's very, like, like I just feel like a businesswoman drinking it because it's good. It's not just, like, bitter. It's a little sweet, but it still has that espresso flavor. And it's just like, like yeah, this is serious. You know, like, it's like, this is not for fun. This is for business. There's four shots of espresso on here. Somebody posted their coworkers. Starbucks order and it was like seven shots of espresso and then they had like just so many pumps of different flavors in it I'm like how do you not die like first of all that probably tastes so overly sweet like oh my god also like seven shots of espresso in a venti cup how do you not pass away also how does that all fit in a venti cup I don't know I'm just like even four shots of espresso it was like a lot but I'm gonna drink it throughout the day anyway I also was Just like on that subject, because, you know, I can't go a podcast or a video or a day without tweeting about my coffee addiction, but I'm really not that addicted. Like yesterday, I just had one coffee and it was half decaf and I didn't even notice or realize. So I think it's more of like a habit, not so much an addiction, but I was talking with Sonia and this is like the amazing thing about having a friend or friends that you've just known for so long, but I was like, um... Well, we were just talking about coffee, and as we do, and I was like, I think she said she just had like fruit and coffee for breakfast or something, and I was like, oh my god, reminds me of the Rato 4 days, or I was like, oh, Rato 4 shaking, and then I was like, how, because I would just eat like so much fruit and only fruit, and then I was like, how was I so addicted to coffee before, and then so it. Ad- not really so addicted now, but like I have coffee so often now. Like what did I even do during that amount of time? Because I feel like coffee is like kind of my personal brand, you know? <laughs> like, um, I just, like what would I do? I think I would just drink water and like sometimes green tea. I don't know. Um, and then Sonia reminded me, she was like, yeah, remember we used to have that caffeine app and we would like track how much caffeine would we would have. Like this was before the vegan days. I think like sophomore year, um, but all my friends and I, especially during that year, were like, like we were just addicted to Starbucks. We would all drink coffee. Um, looking back, I think, I think it was kind of like toxic, like <laughs> very much trigger warning. But 
there was definitely a point. I think, and I've told this story before. It's not really like a story. It's just kind of like a shocking fact. But I just remember we had like early dismissal and we were just kind of hanging out. Like my high school was really close to like downtown. So we just went downtown. We went to Starbucks and I literally drank three venti coffees like back to back to back. And I swear to God, I thought I was going to die like later that night. Like it was like hours later. And I still like, I literally thought I was going to die. My heart was racing so fast. I never felt like that in my life. And I literally had to just like go eat food to like make it stop. And also I was just so skinny at that time. Like I, I can't imagine doing that now. But back then I was like, I just, I can't even fathom. So I think it was probably after that, but we all, I don't know who found it, but one of us found this caffeine tracker app. So we would all start tracking our caffeine, at least me and Sonia. I don't know if my other friends did. And it was just like shocking to see like how much over the limit I would be all the time. So then the vegan days I stopped and now I don't drink caffeine like that, but I'm just like, what did I even do? Cause the thing is, I also just like coffee. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really feel like I need to track my caffeine these days because again, I just don't really have an absurd amount. Water break. <laughs> but um, that app was fun and also stressful. Like I remember it was like aesthetically designed. It was a very cute app. I think the caffeine would like show up as bubbles in this like big bubble or something. And, but they'd always be like overflowing and it was just like, okay, relax. Anyway, let me know if you went through a phase like that where you drank three venti. It was just black coffee because I kept getting refills. Well, let me know. Um, anyway, I wanted to also tell a little story from the other day. And I mean, it's kind of like, hopefully it's inspiring. I don't know if inspiring would be the exact word. But I guess, I guess kind of, I'll just tell it and we can see what kind of resolution we can come to. So y'all know I've, y'all know I've dealt with like anxiety, um, and used to have, you know, panic attacks like in high school, probably during, I mean, I was like going to say probably during these overly caffeined years, but I honestly think like, I don't know, I've heard other people talk about how when they were vegan, They had a lot of anxiety and like panic attacks. And then once they started either, I don't know, someone was like, it was basically like low B12 or maybe just B vitamin levels in general can like lead to more anxiety. Um, So I wonder if that had something to do with it at the time. But then also it's just like those years, you're just so fucked up anyway. It's like, who even knows? (laughs) Anyway. Um, so I definitely still deal, the point of sharing that was the, I still deal with anxiety from time to time and I always get anxious when I feel like kind of trapped in a situation. Um, so that can look like, you know, something like flying to, I don't know. It's just like, like for example, getting eyelash extensions, just the, it just sounds so stupid to say it, but when they like tape, I've shared this before too, so you might've heard me talk about it, but like when they would tape my eyes down and I just had to lay there with my eyes like taped shut, unable to really like move or like do anything, like that's not a relaxing experience for me. It would like give me anxiety. And that's part of why I just don't really get lash extensions anymore. Sometimes with nails, 
I don't know, not not really so much now because I go to someone that I know and it's like a, a lot more comfortable of an environment than like a salon where there's it's just like a lot going on. Anyway, I don't know. Um, so like just that sensation. So you guys know, maybe you don't, but I've been going to Laser Away, getting these clear and brilliant facials, which is like a laser treatment facial. Um, and they have to put these goggles kind of like glasses on your eyes to protect your eyes from the laser and it's a pretty quick procedure i guess treatment would be more specific but every time i do get a little nervous just because of like it just when they put these goggles on you like it's so dark like you literally open your eyes and it's still like pitch black which makes sense because they're meant to protect your eyes but you know because i have this kind of like anxiety is sometimes a little bit triggered but normally like because it's such a quick treatment probably like it's definitely less than 10 minutes I think um usually it's like fine so I had my first I hadn't gone in a few months because you know there is kind of a recovery time even right now I have makeup on I'm allowed to put makeup on at this point but my skin is still like red and very like textured and if you were to look at my makeup up close right now like it doesn't look good like it looks dry patchy like crusty because that's you know just the after effects of the treatment um so it was my first one in a while just because I had I was like busy and then with the recovery period like I didn't want to schedule it and then have to do something. Anyway, it had been a while. So I go and I wasn't really nervous at all. Um but I was a little bit not like hung over, but kind of and like just kind of tired. It had been Halloween the night before. Like, I, I don't know, I wasn't hungover, but it's like if I closed my eyes, I could kind of feel that, like, dizzy, nauseous feeling, but, like, very lightly. Um, just, like, throughout the day. So, you know, it's the afternoon, I walk to my appointment, and as soon... So, she puts the goggles on me, I lay down, I'm, like, ready to go, I'm like, yeah, let's get this over with. But she starts doing it, and, like, I just... My heart starts racing. I'm, like, trying to breathe deep, but then it's, like... Sometimes I feel like when you breathe deep, they th- they think you're not okay. So she's, like, asking me if I'm okay. And I'm, like, not okay. But I'm, like, yeah, I'm fine. Because I'm just, like, let's just get through this. I keep deep breathing. But it just, like, gets worse. I'm, like, bitch, not now. <laughs> I'm, like, can we just, like, take a quick break? And mind you, it's only been, like, two minutes since she started. And she's, like, are you <laughs> She was, like, so nice, though. Like, thank God. I'm, like, yeah, I think I just need, like, some water. Because at first she just, like, stopped. But then I was like, no, I think I need to take the goggles off. I think I need some water. And she's like, okay, like, are you lightheaded? I was like, yeah, honestly. As soon as I sat up, like, my heart was still racing. But I just felt, like, more calm. And it was weird because it was, like, in my mind, it's like I knew it was happening. And I knew that I was calm. But it's like I was still experiencing the bodily sensations. So it's just like, oh, my God. And luckily, she was so nice. Like, I didn't have to feel embarrassed or anything. So she goes to get me water. And she comes back with candy. She's like, do you want some candy too? And I was like, honestly, yes. So I'm like, she's like, did you eat today? I was like, yeah, I did. I don't, I just don't know like why I feel like this. And she was like, you know, it's been a while since your last treatment. I get lightheaded too. Like she was so, so, so nice. And just like very sweet, like chill. So she's like, okay, I'll be back. And she kind of gives me a moment. And I was just like, bitch, like eating these Swedish fish. Like it was literally the only food I'd ever had in my life. She's like, okay, take some deep breaths. I'm like drinking my water. I'm like, okay we can do this. It's going to be so quick. Um, and then it was fine. And then she was like talking to me more. Cause I think before too, like, 
I feel like I was talking more than her and I'm not really like one to chat. Like I can be the silent client, but I feel like with something like this where I'm already kind of like get scared, <laughs> you know, it's like, please distract me. So then like we just started talking a lot more and it was fine. So I guess the moral of the story is if you deal with anxiety, it's like, I feel like a lot of the anxiety, at least for me, and I know like friends that I have that also experience the same thing. It's like almost a lot of it comes from being embarrassed or like, oh my God, what if I start freaking out? And then it's like, people think I'm like weird or like I'm freaking out for no reason. And even if it's like, you're not consciously thinking like, oh, I care what people think. It's still like, that's part of it. Like, oh, this is just kind of awkward. Um, so I guess I handled it well, even though it never got to the point of like a full panic attack, it was still just like uncomfortable, you know? And like, I, it was weird cause I didn't even necessarily expect it to happen. Um, which I guess that's the name of the game, but I don't know. I'm the type of person to just like worry about something for so much, but because it's always been fine, it's not like I associate, I don't know. So... Yeah, I guess just, like, having that trust that, like, people are going to be understanding. And I think also having trust in yourself or, like, I had trust in myself that, you know, I, it's not like I cared so much about, like, what the nurse thought to where I'm not going to ask to take a break and, like, ask to have water and, like, feel, I guess, comfortable, you know, taking up space in that moment and, like, needing to pause, you know, Um, because it's, like, what else am I supposed to do? Just like suffer because I feel awkward about like what she's going to think or like, oh my God, like, I don't know. Um, and just to have it be positively reinforced of like, she was just so understanding and nice. And like, I don't know. It was just like, it's like, if that was going to happen, it was the perfect situation for that to happen. Um, so, and then after, you know, after I had my snack and my water, then I trusted myself that it was going to be fine. So on the topic of self-trust, it was also just like, oh my God, bro. I I felt so stupid after that. Like I was like, that's so dumb. But you know, I'm not going to judge myself because again, I feel like I handled the situation fine and it never did get, get out of control or anything, but it was still like, why am I dealing with this? Like, this is so annoying. Um, so on the topic of self-trust, I feel like that's kind of been like, a reoccurring theme for me, especially in the past year. Um, And I was looking up a few things about like self-trust and what it actually means because, you know, it's like, oh, trusting your intuition and like kind of like the whole boundaries thing as I've been talking about in the past few episodes of, you know, putting yourself first, not being afraid to say no, take up space, ask to have a moment for some candy and water. <laughs> That's what you need, you know? Um, so I did t- take some notes. Oh, yeah. So psychologytoday.com. Yeah, I cite my sources. But they said this: the definition of self-trust is not trusting yourself to know everything or, like, to be perfect, but in having the conviction that you will be kind and respectful towards yourself regardless of the circumstances that you're in so like if you're having anxiety not beating yourself up for like having that but like I often hear it described as like or like you know in processing your emotions as treating them like a small child like you know being curious and asking them what's wrong but that doesn't always mean you have to listen 
to them or like do everything that they say. Um, also, Therapy for Women had on IG had a really good infographic on this. Let me find the specific one. Um, here we go. I did save it. Therapy for Women on IG is my favorite. Um, things that help us build self-trust. And then one of them I really liked was recognizing that life is a process and experiment. Your needs, desires, and priorities will change. And it's important to adapt to that rather than holding on to a rigid idea of how you're supposed to be. Um, so especially like the life is a process and experiment. I think that also kind of, it kind of reminds me of the saying like healing isn't linear. Um, so, you know, even though I may be experiencing the feeling of like, maybe shame or embarrassment of still, you know, in my mind, like, oh, still experiencing anxiety. Like, it's like, oh, I feel like I should be over this. But then it's like, you know, that's not really like self-trust of you to think that way. It's like, you can feel that way, but that doesn't mean it's like true or that, you know. I also found an article from jordangrayconsulting.com. I guess they're a relationship coach about self-trust. And they said, You build self-trust just like you build trust in any relationship. You regularly communicate with yourself, lean into solving your own problems, take good care of yourself, and a whole host of other things I will dive into. You erode self-trust when you regularly practice self-abandonment. So like for me, or yeah, well for me, you know, I feel like self-abandonment would kind of be like if I wasn't speaking up in that moment about what I needed. Like I felt like I actually needed a break to like, gather myself, have, have some water, have a sip of water, just like, you know, because it was very overwhelming. I felt very overwhelmed. So, you know, I didn't abandon that. I didn't let myself get out of control with it, but I did allow myself to take up the space and ask for like what I needed, which I feel like is self-trust. Um, they said another way to frame self-abandonment is making life choice life choices that are in direct opposition to your personal values. Maybe you're a few days out of a relationship and you go and sleep with someone new as a numbing mechanism, even though your body doesn't really feel safe doing that. It's like an example. Um, self-trust is the mindset that whatever comes my way, I will be able to handle it. Someone with a high degree of self-trust feels safe in relying on their own mental, emotional, and physical abilities. And there is a deep inner knowing that life will not topple them easily. So not to be confused with hyper-independence or, you know, that mindset, the grind and hustle mindset of IG and Twitter, (laughs) where like, oh, I don't need anyone, but more so like the acceptance that you sometimes will need people and that's okay. And relying on yourself to be able to ask for help when you need it because we all need help from time to time you know self-trust is reclaimed by rekindling our relationship to ourselves and treating ourselves as we would our most cherished friend or loved one this article gives tips but it's kind of like all stuff we already know spend time with yourself be in dialogue with yourself honor and give space to your emotions be willing to take risks set realistic goals reward yourself practice regular self-care you know Things that we all know. So it's actually interesting because they say work. One of the tips is there's there's actually back to back. One of the tips is work out your problems on your own, and then the second one is work out your problems by asking for help. So the first one, um, the, an essential element of self trust is knowing that you're you are appropriate to life and you can handle whatever comes your way. You can prove this to yourself in real time by looking internally for the answers to your problems more often than not. 
Leaning on people is great. We are a social species and need each other to survive. But if you're the type of person who frequently outsources their life's important decisions to a jury of peers, then you would be well served by sorting out your own problems. So then, you know, on the opposite side, work out your problems by asking for help. If you're the type of person who has a difficult time asking for help and you are too prone to solving your and you are yeah, if you, and you're too prone to solving your problems on your own, you would be better served by intentionally leaning on others more often than you do. Ask for help. Lean on your friends. Let your family be there for you. Accept the love and support that's all around you. Um, stand up for yourself if you're wronged. Respect your opinion as much as you respect the opinion of others. Um, so yeah, I think this can all be very helpful. And I think it really just comes down to like knowing yourself and therefore like which tips do you need to implement more? Like don't cheat yourself and say, yeah, I only need to rely on myself if you already do that because it's like, okay, maybe you need to try asking for help a little more or asking for advice or like, you know, it's like what is going to make you uncomfortable? You know, what kind of feels new and scary? Um, so then going back to therapy for women, things that help us build self-trust, keeping promises we make to ourselves, identifying your values and taking action from them, being mindful of your time and needs and not overscheduling yourself, setting and keeping boundaries with yourself and others, treating yourself with compassion, and then things that hurt our self-trust, saying yes when we want to say no, not keeping your word to yourself and others, punishing yourself when you don't meet your expectations rather than getting curious and readjusting your goals, expecting perfection from yourself, ignoring your emotions, people-pleasing, over-apologizing, things like that. Let me actually repost this on my story right now. Boom. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the vibe. So let me know if you guys relate to any of that. Um, I feel like especially when it comes to you know, mental health, especially anxiety, because, you know, I feel like that's something that I experience the most. Um, you know, there's, there is still so much like stigma and I guess like personal shame that we all experience or I know that I definitely can experience when I do experience anxiety. So, you know, having some self trust I think what actually helps me like calm down if I'm anxious or like anxious or worrying about something um is you know coming back to that self-trust and like reminding myself like almost as an affirmation of like I can handle whatever can come my way thinking back to past times of when I did do something and it was fine like take a flight or I don't know set a boundary with someone even though that can be a little more it's like a different type of vibe because you can't always like control how the other person's going to necessarily react. So it may not actually be fine, but you're going to be fine in the sense of like, I would rather create conflict and be standing up for myself than, than what was the, than practice self-abandonment and not speak up for myself just to keep the peace, you know? Um, so just like trusting that you're doing the right thing. So let me know what type of person are you in the sense of like, just even this, like, are you more likely to only rely on yourself? Do you rely on others too much for advice or, like, for support? And which could you practice? Like, which is the opposite for you? Which could you, like, make yourself feel uncomfortable by doing a little more? Um, 
Yeah. Oh my god. I was watching Drew Monson's new video. I forget what it was called. I think it was like different types of YouTubers or something. But he was talking about like the therapists on TikTok and just like imagine. Well, he started off by talking about therapists from TikTok and how that's kind of weird. And then like the doctors on TikTok and teachers and just like imagine if you go to this doctor, but then you find out they're like an influencer. (laughs) And like, uh, I've been already waiting for 30 minutes. Like you guys are still setting up the ring light. Like, bro, that's like so true. Like, because he was like, not everyone has to be an influencer. Like, why can't you just do one thing? I was like, okay, literally, like literally and you know in some ways it can be very helpful we can like learn stuff and you know the i don't know especially like the plastic surgeons on tiktok who give information and like you know it just kind of i feel help not in the sense of like promoting surgery but just kind of like talking about it um and you know talking about different celebrities who've gotten work done and just kind of removing that like i don't know i guess like giving people realistic expectations because if you think everyone with a BBL is just like walking around like they're naturally built like that. And you're like, why aren't I not naturally built like that? Or like, oh, could I get the results in the gym? It's like then they're actually talking about it. Anyway, that's like a different subject. But Jim Monson literally still makes me literally laugh out loud. Like, it's so funny. Um, so on the topic of self-trust and all of these kind of themes of like, you know, exploring our inner shadows. And our dark sides, bitch, there's a, well, first of all, Scorpio season, as we talked about in the last episode, but also Scorpio new moon today, actually the day that I'm uploading this, the fourth, um, and I watched Alina Alive on YouTube, her Scorpio new moon video. I've really been enjoying her videos. I feel like she's just very thorough, but also to the point, she has good journal prompts. I really like it. And she's very like soothing like she's kind of matter of fact but still like soothing and not overly like annoying I don't know I just when someone's like too kind of like new agey I just don't really feel that but she's just a good balance um so it's gonna be a super moon which means that the moon is like closer to the earth so we may feel the effects more of the themes of the new moon um and this new moon because it is in Scorpio represents transformation and literally everything she was talking about resonated so much with me and that's why I'm dude I'm always like if astrology is not real then why is it real like so many I was like oh my god um she was talking about how if you have been feeling stagnant or like you need to move on from something this is the perfect opportunity to do that and it will kind of give us that energy to like push us into like our new life or a new chapter um so on the fourth also the moon opposes uranus i literally took notes y'all so themes like you know staying open to new approaches be aware of sudden changes in the day-to-day potential emotional times but you know overall we just need to like remind ourselves to embrace change also on this day mercury sextiles venus look at me learning which may be a little more like chill and harmony you know venus um ease so hopefully that like helps balance out the intensity of the new moon um then she talked about embracing rest and silence and the importance of that and how that is when you know our intuition can speak up and you know i i feel like we can all relate to that you know 
even if you don't necessarily meditate or anything, just, you know, that's why people get ideas in the shower or like if you'll just be doing something mundane, like washing the dishes and then like you get a great idea or like you realize something or like just those moments where you're not actively like thinking, you're just kind of letting your mind wander. Like sometimes the intuition can really pop out. So also this is a great time to like kickstart again your new life, a new idea, things like that. You may have a fresh perspective. Um, So her journal prompts, and just like watch her video to get more in depth. Like this is just kind of an overview. Um, But yeah, definitely like watch her video. What helps you stay grounded? This is just a couple of them. What helps you stay grounded during times of change? How would you define this phase of your life? I'm like, oh my God, like I just feel like, I just feel this so hard. Um, what's a challenge from last month or like the last lunar cycle that you learned from and what are you also proud of of that time so I it's just like oh my gosh so true bro like I just feel like this whole year for me has been a lot of change like internally and obviously there were some like outside changes for me um but also just like internally like it, Jeff, it definitely feels like a transition year and I just felt very, I feel and felt very like unstable in the sense of just like kind of unknowing and it's definitely been hard in a lot of ways but also like I feel like I've learned a lot and grown a lot but it's like those growing pains were like they hurt like fuck Ugh, and I think I talked about it in the last episode too but just like then I, I think I looked up Basically, like, apparently the age 23 is just all about that in general. (laughs) The articles were, like, depressing online, but I was like, okay, it's not that bad. Like, chill. But just, like, a lot of, like, okay, what next? So, you know, like I always say, I love these last couple months of the year, the Scorpio, Sag, Capricorn season vibe, because I feel like I, I do always experience a lot of, like, transformation, and, like, I just feel like this is when I'm the most focused, just, like, those three seasons. Um, and it's just like a good time as far as all of that goes. Like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's because the end of the year too. So you have more to like reflect on, but it's just always like, this is what I need to do and bring, or this is what I want to bring into the new year. So we're not there yet, but we're kind of at the start of that of like, okay, this is the beginning of the transformation or like now we have the energy to like do what's next, you know? Um, so let me know if you feel like answering any of those journal prompts down below. Let me know what helps you stay grounded. I think for me, um, definitely, I know it's like, okay, bitch, we get it. Definitely meditating and doing yoga, just putting myself back in my body and yeah, just things like going on a walk, like it always sounds like so like self-care tips and tricks like okay we get it but then it's like you actually do it and you're like oh okay (laughs) also sometimes talking to like a close friend or loved one or like my mom sometimes that's not the best thing um you know sometimes I feel like to ground myself I need to be alone but sometimes I'm in the mood where talking with someone or socializing can really ground me um and yeah just doing things that maybe are like mundane or just 
not like mind numbing. I feel like mind numbing would be like watching TV or watching TikTok for like hours, but more just like mind soothing. Like I know a lot of people like coloring. I don't really do that that much, but I know when I do do it, it helps. Um, like a puzzle, just things like <laughs> things like that, you know, where you're kind of doing something, but you're also like resting your brain or just simply like meditating. How would you define this phase of your life? For me, I feel like very much... I feel like transformation and you know I had my physical transformation of a BBL had my transformation of an apartment and I just feel like all the internal changes that I've gone through this year you know without getting too into it but it's just like I realized a lot and if you listen to these podcasts you can probably kind of tell you know just the vibes and like I don't know I feel like I've really just been like growing up and then it just makes me think like I know I've said this before but like damn all these coming of age movies with kids in high school it's like y'all did y'all experience that because not me like I graduated and I have oh my god I'm so excited for you guys to watch these videos I have coming up of like reacting to old videos I'm gonna film some more um but it's like just a sneak peek I just thought I really like knew everything when I was like 17 18 and I was just so like confident and like sure of myself but it's just funny like not that I lost so much confidence or anything but I just feel like I learned so much about like myself in the world and like it was like an ignorant almost like an ignorant kind of confidence I feel like ignorant isn't maybe the best word because I feel like that has like a different connotation to it but she's like I didn't even know what I didn't <laughs> and like people tell you that when you're that age and you just like don't believe it so it just makes me realize like what don't I know now like what realizations are to come I don't let's like stay in the moment <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think about any of that. Let me know how your Scorpio season has been so far. Let me know what you want to see more from me in these next couple months. But yeah, I'm really excited about life and like what's to come. And I just feel like watching that video about the Scorpio new moon really like, it was just like, wow, bitch, I will be doing the journal prompts in depth. <laughs> So thank you. So, I think that's all I have to talk about today. Again, let me know your thoughts on anything we discussed today. Don't forget to screenshot this. Post it on your IG story. Tag me so I can repost. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, everyone.